Welcome to My Ed Expert, specializing in what's possible in education. By merging research, practice, and passion, we provide insights from top educational thought leaders for right now implementation. Now, here's your host, author Susie Pepper Rollins. Hi there. I'm so glad you joined us today. It happens every day. Kids get off the bus. Mom says, hey, what'd you learn today? The child looks at him. I have no idea. What'd you do in school? I couldn't tell you. Why is that? One of the things we could really do to help is help them organize all of this mass influx of information coming at them all day. Let's think about it from a student's perspective. They go to social studies. They learn about the Trail of Tears and Andrew Jackson. Then they go to language arts and someone killed a mockingbird and something about personification, a metaphor, and a simile. Then they head to science, something about cell walls and vacuoles and mitochondria. Then we hit math class, translations, dilations, and rotations. Finally, we go to health class where we learn the exciting world of ovaries and fallopian tubes. They get off the bus. Mom says, what'd you learn? And they say, I don't know, mom. Maybe something about Andrew Jackson's ovaries. It's just a mess in there. It's all day long. We, it's different for us because we've been teaching this a while. It's hard for us to fathom how students cannot really know what we're learning. But for them, it's just more than the brain can handle sometimes. How do they keep it straight? Many times they don't. Well, there's a better, smarter way to help students organize this. And I talk about it in both of my books, Learning in the Fast Lane and Teaching in the Fast Lane. And their standards walls. I couldn't believe the difference they had on my students. And they're really so research-based. So it's something that we think about. What we're going to do here is try to make them visual. Standards walls are where we take our learning targets, but we put them in a picture form so that students can hang on to this and remember we're going to map this out and we're going to celebrate when we reach a learning target. This helps bring order to this mass of information coming at them all day. It's also very explicit. We're going to make these learning targets so explicit. We're not moving the goalpost on them. These are clear expectations that you're going to meet in order to be successful. We're going to talk about them with our students in the beginning and the end of a learning session and also in the middle. And it's and these are highly visual so they can really see where we are. One of the most important things about standards walls is we're going to show them the connection between learning targets and skills So that it's not just isolated stuff. We're going to show them, hey, we were doing this last week and this connects to what we're doing this week. These can be very motivational. We check them off as we go. We celebrate. Students are not particularly great at long-term goals. They're much better at short-term goals. I mean, they're thinking about what we're having for lunch today, for it's tater tot date or not, or not, you know, they're not really thinking long-term So these standards walls help them sort of put the connection between, oh, if we make these short-term connections, these short-term goals, these build into a long-term goals. Standards walls are from a unit perspective, not a single lesson perspective. So to help you out, let me tell you what I've done. I've put on the website, I'm my expert. I'll just put myself on the homepage there and I've made a PowerPoint, just pictures. It's all pictures because these are so much easier to see in picture format. So I'm going to put some examples, and these are from classrooms and sessions. Uh, You can see uh, different teachers' interpretations of these. I even have some for leadership where, as leaders, we can say, hey, this is where we're going as our school. How are we going to get there? I use these 
in my life, um, I put them on my walls in my office and I figure out, okay, where am I going? How am I going to get there? That's all we're doing is help students make a roadmap and it enhances their memory. Some people call these memory maps. Uh, I think of them as a clothesline, you know, where we're going to help them pin down information. We're not going to, it's not just going to be floating out there. We're going to really pin this down for students. One of the key components of standards walls is that it enhances rigor. Um, this is by showing them the connection between this and that, that last week and this week, that skill and this skill. When I keep portfolios for students, I put the their, their work goes in the same sequence as their learning targets. So that and when I talk to parents, here are our learning targets, here's our map, and this is how we're doing on our learning targets. So everybody's on the same page. And boy, as an aside, does this sure help me as a teacher? Because I can look over, I can't tell you how many times I've been in the middle of teaching a lesson. I look over at my standards walls and say, oh, wait a minute, guys. We're supposed to be comparing and contrasting. We're supposed to interpret. It keeps me focused as a teacher on where we're all on a roadmap. I couldn't believe the difference in my students, how much better they did. And, you know, we're all creatures of habit. And I quit doing them a couple of weeks. And all of a sudden, my students' test scores, uh, scores started going down. So I'm lecturing them, like, what are you guys not studying? Come on, what you doing? And they said, hey, you forgot to put that thing on the wall you normally do. I never skip this part again. So it also shows forward progress. I mean, they're highly motivational. Um, they're for all subjects. But I will tell you, in math, NCTM's book, Principles to Action, uh, they make it clear that they want their goals connected to big ideas and that they're learning progressions that relate to what's been learned and how ideas build and relate to one another and where we're going. That's beyond an essential question. So learning uh, standards walls really take things beyond essential questions into a concept map that shows the big picture. Now, I do mine on chart paper. But I have a picture that I've included of a school that does them on their Chromebooks, totally fine. The reason I like to do them on paper is I like to, as I'm walking around, to say to students, you know what, that meets the standard that, that we're on. May I use that as an example? So I use that as a motivational tool to post their work on the wall so that we can all just kind of celebrate what our, it's all about our learning. It's all about our learning target. Each one of these learning targets on our maps represents a lesson. And it just makes it so clear and easy when I'm planning with teachers in buildings that we map this out first. Now, each one of those represents a lesson. A lesson's not a bell schedule, as we all know. A lesson might be three days. A lesson might be two days. A lesson might be 46 minutes. So we're going to map this out for kids, map it out for ourselves. We're all on the same page. Here's how I make mine. In the middle of the paper, I put our big idea for the unit. Now, that could be a big idea for the unit, How did, what caused the Great Depression. It could be in the form of an essential question. It could be the form of an I can statement. In some districts in which I work, they might just put the concept there, like, like um, the Dark Ages or whatever they're studying. Um, language arts is different than every other subject because language arts teachers teach reading, conventions, uh, and writing. So sometimes I'll do three in the beginning of the year and we keep them up all year and we denote where we are in reading, where we are in writing, where we are in conventions. Or some ELA teachers, and I've got a couple of these on the examples, like to do them thematically, a poetry unit, for example. 
So, so ELA has a couple of different uh, different ways to go on this. Um, some subjects are a little more straightforward than all, than others, but they work in every single one. For example, in the middle, let's start with an easy one. I might have as my big idea in the middle: how are decimals used to solve problems? That's my big idea. Then I have my learning targets. I want to pull those verbs out. For example, I might have compare on my arrow. Compare what? We're going to compare two decimals to the thousands using greater than, equal, or less than. We're going to read and write whole numbers to the thousands place. So I have my learning targets, have my big idea in the middle, and then I've got my learning targets. For example, in reading, my big idea in the middle might say, how does one display an understanding of what's been read? And then I might have as my learning targets, we're going to cite text evidence. We're going to engage in collaborative discussions. Those might be my individual learning targets. If we're studying sentence structure, how can varying my sentence structure enhance, make my writing better? Right? I might edit other people's writing. I might develop some different sentences. One of my favorites, and I put this on here for you, was actually in physical education. I was training a group in Marion, uh, Marion, Ohio. And here's what the coaches had in the middle. I'm going to read it for you. How would a physically literate individual demonstrate responsible, personal, and social skills that respect themselves and others? And then they have their learning targets. They're going to demonstrate safety habits. They're going to um, they're going to comprehend their tasks. They're going to develop safety. They're, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it was a beautiful map for PE. So it doesn't matter what we teach. If I'm a swimming teacher, I still have to map out where are we going? What in the world are we doing in here? How can someone be successful if we don't have a roadmap in front of us? It's a flight plan, a roadmap, a mall directory, whatever you want to call it. It's essential to becoming really good in school is knowing what is expected of me. So we're not moving the target. It's just so clear what I have to do. In a science class, it may say in the middle, how does our society depend on natural water cycles on earth? Then my learning targets are things like explain the role of the sun, describe methods of conservation. So that's how we map these out. Now, creating them is just half the fun, and they are fun to make. We look at those standards. We get our big idea. Where do we want our students to be at the end of this unit, at the end of a few weeks? And we map out our targets. So, so making them is kind of fun, but it's bigger than making them. We want to use them. So in the beginning of class, I go over to my wall, or you can have a student do this, and we say, hey, guys, before we get started today, let's really talk about our learning target. What's our learning target? What are we accomplishing? At the end of class, we come back and we say, let's look at that learning target. Now, let's take a look at our work. How's our work looking? And now I might have students highlight, what do you want me to look at? Show What, what are you strong at? I might do a final formative assessment uh, and we do a quick check, but we're all, it's all about the learning target. And then in the middle of class, I'm going to be also checking on students' work and saying, you know what? You've met that target. May I use that as an example? Let's go back and look at our target. These standards walls are really, to me, the cornerstone of great effective teaching. I can't teach without them. And when I work in districts, this is really a non-negotiable for me. This is the first thing we do is we make our walls so we're all on the same page. If I'm doing classroom walks, I look at that wall and I say, all right, I can see their stations. I see the thought process for the teacher. I can see that these tasks are right on that target. Everybody's on the same page. And from a district standpoint, it's really quite amazing what can happen from these. 
Because I can be doing walks in one school, get in my car, go down the street to another school, and I can see the the walls. I can see the same learning targets. But guess what? We're all teaching it differently. That's fantastic. But we still have the same learning targets. So, And then from a district standpoint, it can really make you feel great about the direction you're going. You know, years ago, when I first started teaching, look, I'm going to be honest with you. They handed us a textbook and said, hey, we'll see you in June. There was no such thing as an essential question, much less standards walls. And I remember when essential questions began, you know, this was pretty transformational for us, right? And it was a really big deal. We all had training on them and they're great and it was wonderful. But what I'm talking about is moving beyond that. Because why, I want to know, how does this connect to what we did last week? How does this connect to tomorrow? Where are we in the unit? Essential questions and I can statements that are isolated. In other words, they're just for today, just for today and tomorrow. It can kind of feel like to a kid, let me just get that paper in the bin. Okay, I'm done. Never see that again. You know, it's just like, this is what we're doing today. Here it goes. And it's not connected. What standards walls do is help them organize all of this into a visual uh, graphic organizer. We mark it as we go. We celebrate when we check them off and we meet and we say, boom, we got that. We're moving, guys. And if, it doesn't mean that every student has it 100%. We can come back and revisit some of those things. But that's highly motivational. We, we feel that forward progress. Hey, we're moving on our map. We celebrate those milestones. It helps us bring our students into the conversation of what we're learning and where we're going. And you know what? We can take pictures of these, have them on the kids' cell phones, put these on our websites. When parents come in, it's like, here's where we are. Here's our map. Here's the work from your student. This is It's all about the work and the learning targets so that we're all in this together and we're all moving in the same boat, going the same direction. So check those pictures out. I put a variety of subjects on there for you. And these are from real classrooms, real training sessions, just to give you some ideas, some different interpretations from teachers. But you can see what they have in common. The big idea from a unit, the learning targets. And we really try to focus on those verbs. Because, you know, analyze is different than solve, is different than interpret, which is different than trace, right? So we want to be sure that we've got those verbs pulled out. That helps me in planning my lessons. So I can be sure that that lesson is at the rigor of that verb, right? And that the students are also learning the verbs of the standard. So that's a really another great component of this. What sometimes, Many times what I'll do, if I don't think students are going to know the word analyze yet or know the word interpret yet or understand the word recognize, then what we do is in parentheses underneath that word on our standards wall, we'll put a synonym and it may not be a perfect synonym, but we're just getting the conversation started. So we could also be teaching those critical, critical verbs of those standards. So give these a try. I'll never go back to a daily essential question. I can tell you that this is just such a big piece for kids. Thanks so much for joining me today. Please join us every week for our podcast. Don't want to finish in pod, any podcast without thanking you teachers are the most important thing in the world. Your work is the most valuable in the entire universe. Thanks for all that you do, guys. And thanks for joining me today. Bye-bye. We are so glad you joined us on this episode of My Ed Expert. For more resources on the ever-evolving realm of education, head on over to myedexpert.com and get inspired by all of our authors' work through downloads, strategies, and best practices. While you're there, hop on to get updates right to your inbox because you don't want to miss a thing right here on My Ed Expert.